Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. sins the blood that cleansed us 
the blood that answered every charge that was laid against us and we thank you for the body that was broken the body that was bruised so that our bodies will be, be healed together he was bruised so that we can be repaired he was wounded so that we can recover he was disgraced so that we may have life on this Sunday I stand as your servant and I decree a blessing let none fall away let none separate themselves and let none become a victim of the devil let every organ that is not functioning begin to function begin to function begin to function kidneys will work again livers will work again lungs will work again blood will work again brain will work again I correct every blood disease. Your blood will carry life and not disease. In the name of Jesus. And may the blood keep us together. May the blood keep us united. And because of the blood, the enemy will never have an upper hand. Thank you that we will have an upper hand. Because of the blood of Jesus. We thank you. In Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Give us guidance. Give us insight into your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Loving God is our team. Amen. Loving God. Hallelujah. I'm preaching. And we will love God. Tell your neighbor, I will love God. Hallelujah. But today is Covenant Sunday. So I'm going to give you three for three. Three for three. You understand when I finish preaching. Three covenants you sign with God and three things God will do for you. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 28. Genesis 28 verse number 10. Okay. And I'm reading for you. Genesis 28, 10. And Jacob went out of Bathsheba and went toward Haran. Okay? And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took the stones of that place and put them down for his pillow and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed and he dreamed and behold, a ladder set up upon the earth and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am Abraham. He said, he said, he said I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac. The land whereon thou liest to thee I will give it unto thy seed. Verse 14. And thy, and thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth. And thou shalt spread abroad to the west and to the east. And to the north and to the south. And in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee. And I will keep thee in all places whither thou goest. And will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. And Jacob awake out of his sleep. And he said, surely the Lord is in this place. And I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, how dreadful is this place. This is none other but the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. If your Bible belongs to you, highlight that verse. The house of God, the gate of heaven. This is no other place than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. Hallelujah. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the stone that he had put for his pillows and set it up for a pillar. And he poured oil 
He poured oil on the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the name of that city was called Luz at the first. And Jacob vowed a vow. A vow is a covenant. I say a vow is a covenant. Today is covenant Sunday and I want you to vow a vow. Vow a vow this year. The Bible says, and Jacob vowed a vow. If God will be with me and will keep me in this place that I go and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on so that I come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone which I have set for a pillar shall be God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tenth unto thee. Amen. I said, Amen. Now, this is the origin of the blessing of Israel. Okay? The nation Israel is one of the blessed nations in the world. And if you know, want to know the origin of the blessing of Israel, this is it. Because Jacob, his name was changed to Israel. Hallelujah. So we are talking about Israel as we know. This was the guy. His name was Jacob. But it was changed to Israel. And Israel, whether you like it or not, among all the nations of the earth, it is the most blessed nation. Hallelujah. And by the way, the annual fast. This year, the theme for the annual fast is demons and how to deal with them. So we are fasting and dealing with demons. By the time we finish, every witchcraft, whether they are local or foreign, they will have been removed from your life. <laughs> I say every witchcraft, whether they are local or foreign, black or white. Hallelujah. So there's a book we are all going to use. Demons and how to deal with them. Amen. We are dealing with demons. I, I, I just want, I forgot. Remember, we are actually going to deal with demons. And the Bible says, so not a witch to live. So if by the time we finish praying, some people are dead. Too bad. <laughs> this is the book. This is the book. So try and get a copy. Everybody try and get a copy. Demons and how to deal with them. It's $5, right? Yeah, $5. Fast and pray with this book. And don't say, oh, me, I don't have demons. Hey. Don't, don't joke at all. Don't say, I don't have demons. Once you are a child of God, the devil will attack you. Hallelujah. Somebody sent me a, somebody sent me about, is it? Somebody said, if you want to deal with demons, go to African churches. This was an American preacher. You get a hot up. If you want to deal with demons, go to African churches. They know how to deal with demons. African churches know how to deal with demons. As an American preacher, we say that African churches, we know how to deal with demons. Because they deal with witches every day. And I said that at least we know our witches. You don't know your witches. They, they don't even know what is attacking At least we know what is attacking us. So we deal with it. Amen. Listen. Going to deal with the demons. Every witchcraft, every occultic spirit. 21 days, we are driving them out. I said 21 days, we are driving them out. I said 21 days, we are driving them out. Hallelujah. So please try and get a copy. It's $5. We are starting next week, Monday. Amen. What did I get to? What did I say? What was I saying before? Israel. It's a blessing. And, and this is the origin. Because Jacob, his name was changed to Israel. Amen. And Israel is, whether you like it or not, one, it is the one of the blessed nations in the earth. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. As a matter of fact, you know, you see, when you look at statistics, you see how blessed they are. They are not, the Jews are not a lot. The Jews are not a lot. They are only a small percentage of the world. But when you talk about prosperous people in the world, they, they, are, they are unusually prosperous. Hallelujah. And this is what it is. Because Jacob, he's Israel. This is the origin of their blessing. In fact, Israel never existed. The nation was created in 1945. Before 1945, there was no, the nation, there was no nation Israel. 
And today, they are a very strong nation. They are flourishing in the midst of their enemies. They are surrounded by 150 million people who hate them. Yeah. Israel is surrounded by 150 million people. The Syria, Jordan, Egypt, they all, they, they all hate them. But in the midst of the hatred, they are still flourishing. Because Israel, that prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. That's the country I'm talking about. And I'm sure that this is the origin of their blessing. Look, they never existed. In the, in, in the Nazi Holocaust, okay, they were driven from I mean, after the Holocaust. They were also driven away from Germany. Russia. They were sacked. And majority of them came to America. America was not then a superpower. But when they entered, the power we used to be Britain. Little did they know, but when they came to this country, the destiny of America began to change. They were sacked from Germany. And you see, including Einstein. Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein. Einstein's relativity. Albert, you know Albert Einstein? Einstein's constant. You heard about him? He was in Germany. They sacked him. And he came to America. Yeah. And I'm showing a revelation. And over here, look at who he became. Germany would have liked to have Einstein. But they threw him out. And America had Einstein. I am trying to show you that for a nation, for a people, they are not a lot. But they are relatively blessed. They are more prosperous than... And, and the, this is the origin. Because this guy, his name was Jacob. That day, his name was changed to Israel. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. And, you know, he said something. The Bible said he woke up in a dream. And he said, wow! This place! This place that I'm sleeping. It is actually the house of God. The house of God. This is the house of God. And the gate to heaven. Look. I want to tell you that there are places that are called house of God. Not everywhere is the house of God. I'm preaching to you. There is a place called the house of God which is the same as the gate of heaven. And Jacob said, whoa! This place is the house of God. God does not manifest himself everywhere. Hello? I said God does not manifest himself everywhere. God chooses place where he even so, oh, but God is everywhere. Yes, God is everywhere. That is true. But there are places that he manifests himself. That is why the church that you go to is important. The house of God. The gate of heaven. There is a place that when you stand there, heaven is open to you. Because you see, when you are standing by a gate, it means you have access. And God does not manifest himself everywhere. From today, don't be deceived. I'm telling you, don't be deceived. Don't be, though, but God is everywhere. No! That's true. It's true, but not really true. God chooses place where he manifests himself. That's why this place, this particular place I'm talking about, is the house of God. Better. And I knew it not. And that is why, look, when Jesus Christ rose up from the dead, when he rose up from the dead, he met the disciples in Galilee. He met them in Galilee. And he told them, go to Jerusalem. If you are coming to talk to me, you have met me in Galilee, why don't you speak to me? He says, go to Jerusalem. And then the Holy Spirit will appear to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So everyone, he had met them in Galilee. Why don't you tell me? Why do you have to go? Because what he was trying to say is that it's not every place that God will manifest himself. And therefore, you must find a place where God will manifest himself. Whereby you are in contact with heaven. Not everywhere. So it's not every place that you'll be blessed. Choose the place that is the house of God. 
everywhere. And this is the house of God. I said, this place is the house of God. If you don't know, you see, the house of God is like, it's like the anointing. Jacob said, this is the house of God and I knew it not. A lot of time, you walk with a, a very anointed man of God and you don't even know. You don't, you don't know. It's, I don't know. Most of the time, you walk with an anointed person, you don't know. The same thing. You may be in a, a very spiritual member, you don't know. But this year, may you know. I say, may you know. Because by being in the house of God, heaven is open to you. Jacob said, this is the house of God. And the gate of heaven. At least by being at the gate, you have access. Hallelujah. That is why one of the things you must do is that you must be like David. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the God. One of the things that you must do this year is that my feet will always be in the house of God. For the house of God is the gate of heaven. Hallelujah. So that, that is why I gave you the background to Israel. If you are looking at prosperous country today, even in New York, even in New York, where are the guys? Who own the big houses? Who own the big companies? Even in, and they have a very small percentage. And this is the reason. Because when we say Israel, we mean this is the, this is the guy called Israel. This is the guy. This is the guy. You see, and I am, this is Covenant Sunday, and I'm telling you, let's make covenant, because co- you see, we can pray, but there's something called covenant. Remember John's testimony? How he made a covenant? He had prayed, but to get a wife, he covenanted with God. See, covenant takes you to another level. And if you want to know how Israel is blessed, this probably is the origin. Because when we say Israel, this is the guy. He gave that to Israel. Israel is Jacob. Hallelujah. He said, listen to me. Amen. I'm preaching. Because it's, I'm going to give you covenant forms to write some covenant. Covenant agreement. That's why I said my message is three for three. Three for three. Everyone say three for three. Say three for three. Okay, what, what, what do I mean? When Jacob woke up, when Jacob woke up from that place, he asked, go back to, when Jacob woke up, he said, he said, go back. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, if God will be with me, if God will be with me, the first thing he asked, God, will you be with me? His first request, God, will you be with me? If God will be with me, he was asking God, will you be with me? Because he understands the importance of God being with you. If God be with you, who can be against you? Jacob understood that the most important thing in his life is for God to be with him. And this year, may God be with you. I say, may God be with you. I say, may God be with you. Listen, the devil is not afraid of you. He's afraid of the God in you. He's not afraid of you. He's afraid of the God in you. So Jacob said, if God will be with me. That's the first thing I'm asking God. God, will you be with me? His first contract. God, will you be with me? I'm asking one thing. God, if God will be with me. I want God to be with me. 2016, may God be with you. Listen to me. I can tell you over and over again. You see, it is not who you are, but who is with you. I said, who is with you? If God be for you, who can be against you? Stop, don't waste your time. Who doesn't like me? Who likes me? It's irrelevant. At the end of the day, who is on your side? May God be with you. I said, may God be with you. Because whatever you do, people will not like you anyway. I said, whatever you do, people will not like you anyway. So stop trying to please men and rather let God be on your side. God be with me. Yeah. 
some people you can cut off their head, they still will not like you. I preach it to you. This new year, you can actually cut off your head, they still will not like you. So rather, let God be on your side. Let God, Jacob, Jacob said, listen, what I, what I need is you, God, to be on my side. the Lord. He even causes his enemies to be at peace with him. And who can shut when God has not shut? And who can open when God has not opened? So let Jehovah be on your side. 2016 then, may God be on your side. God will be, I'm prophesying, God will be with you. Stop pleasing people. God will be with you. That's, that's my prayer for you. Let God be with you. God will be with you. God be with you. God be with you. God be with you. If God be with you. That was what that Jacob said. God be with you. Every time, every time I read this scripture, the person who comes to my mind was the boxing promoter Duncan. There was used to be a boxing promoter called Duncan. How many you, you, all of you are young? There used to be a guy who used to promote boxing. His name was Duncan. He had hair, hair like Legend was that it doesn't matter who is, once Don King is your manager, you will win the fight. Don King, you just have to have Don King as your manager. I remember Don King, once he is on your side, it's over. They will call the fight in your favor. You know, this guy was a very good boxer, Azuma Nelson, but he wasn't really winning any fight. Until he changed to Duncan, immediately he started winning fight. Duncan, yeah, Muhammad Ali. He promoted. Once Duncan is on your side, because the boxing, the results are declared in Vegas before they come to the ring. May God be on your side. I said, May God be on your side. Yeah. So Jacob first thing he asked God, listen, Charlie, he woke up. He woke up. He didn't know. Like most of us, we don't know what is happening. I just hustling. He walked and said, Wow, God is here. This is the house of God, gate of heaven. Okay, now that I have access, let me make my declarations. You understand? Now that I have access, now let me make my declarations. Number one, God, hey, will you be with me? If God will be with me, hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Because he understood the presence of God. Amen. Number two, if God will be, and God will keep me, that is the second request. God, will you keep me? Protection, divine protection. He said, God, I need divine protection. Because, he, God, I want you to protect me. Number one, God, be with me. I want you to be my God. Number two, God protects me. God protects me. God protects me because he understood that except the Lord watch, you watch in vain. Except the Lord build, you build in vain. And he said, God, protect me because it takes God to protect your kidney. It takes God to protect your heart. It takes God to protect your lungs. May God protect you. This year, may God protect you. I said, may God protect you. I said, may God protect you. Look, if God does not protect your kidney, you are done. If God does not protect your lungs, you are done. If God does not protect your going out and your coming in, you are done for. Because 2016, God will protect you. You will not die from a stray bullet. You will not die from a terrorist attack. I decree and I declare, nobody will be pulled out of a car as a dead body. Because God is going to protect you. God is going to protect you. God is going to protect you. You shall not be sent home as a cargo of no value. The Lord will protect you. The Lord will protect you. The Lord will protect you. Yes. Because he understood that except the Lord watch, you watch in vain. Except the Lord build, you build in vain. The greatest security agent you need in the world is God. Not the FBI. The FBI cannot protect you. God can protect you. God will protect you. My brother, God will protect you. You will go out and come back in peace. Nobody here will be pulled out of a car. Okay? 
accident cargo. No. You will not be pulled out of a car. You will not be an accident victim. God is going to protect you. Because he has the power to protect your kidney. He has the power to protect your heart. He has the power to protect your brain. Jacob said, God protect me. May God protect you. I will God protect you. But I like your faith. God will protect you. And when God is protecting you, that's the highest form of security. Because no, if you are, what, what can a man do? If you are talking about protection, you remember the, the story of Princess Diana? Princess Diana? She was, I mean, most beautiful, most wealthy, married to the most beautiful. She was driving in an armor-plated Mercedes-Benz. Armor-plated Mercedes-Benz. On the right, on the, the everywhere, armor-plated. It had been done in such a way that it cannot die in an accident. But that's only man. When the accident happened, and they showed you, amazingly, the only little plate that was not armor protected, the sliding roof was the one that banged. Everything, you see, they protected everything and they left one little roof. And that was where they It shows you that if God does not keep you, no man can keep you. But if God is with you and God is protecting you, you can drive your two 1998 Toyota Corolla that even the door is not working. And still, you will go and you will come back. <laughs> I said, still, you will go and you will come back. Because the Lord is your shield. The Lord is your buckler. The Lord is your light and your salvation. Whom shall you be afraid? May Jehovah be on your side. Hallelujah. Amen. I said amen. I said amen. Yeah. God will protect me. Hallelujah. I'll give you the origin of the guy's blessing. So number one, he said, God, be with me. Number two, God, protect me. Number three, uh, and will give me bread to eat. And will give me bread to eat and remnant to put on. And God will give me bread to eat and remnant. It's called divine provision. Divine provision. May, because you see, if God has bread, look, after you have been around for a while, you see that it's not easy to eat bread, though. Michael. Huh? After you've been around for a while, to chop bread is not easy. How small bread will we eat? <laughs> Steve. I mean, I, I, it's not easy to eat bread, though. When you are young and somebody is giving you the bread, you think it's easy. But when you grow up, you find that it's not easy to eat bread. You find that it's not easy to eat bread. It's not easy to eat bread, though. Then you, you look at your life. How early you wake up? How late you sleep? And you still balance and some things don't balance. I'm preaching. You find out how you balance things and still doesn't balance. Carry forward. Every day you balance. When you balance, there's a death ahead of you. <laughs> 20, when the year was about 2015, one of your resolutions was that 26 now know anybody. You try to pay all your debt, but when you finish 31st December, you find out. <laughs> yeah. You find out after yeah, something came up again. Hallelujah. Bread to eat. Bread to eat. I said bread to eat. I said bread to eat. If God does not give you bread. Look, it's not easy to eat bread. It's not easy. Yeah. Not at all. So Jacob, this is, look God, give me bread. And raiment. Divine provision. May God provide for you supernaturally. I say, may God provide the food supernaturally. Listen. God will provide for the supernaturally. May God give you the money to go and the transport and show you the shop to go and buy the bread and come to your house and eat. May God give you that. 2016, may God give you bread to eat. May your table lack no bread. 
I say, look, and if God decides to feed you, you will have in abundance. I am preaching. I say, if God decides to feed you, you will have in abundance. Because the scripture says, the blessings of the Lord, they, are, they make it rich. The blessings of the Lord, it makes you rich and added no sorrow. The blessings of God, it makes you rich and added no sorrow. So that's what I was saying the other time. You can be rich but not blessed. I say you can be rich but not blessed. But when you are blessed, you will be rich. When God blesses you, you will automatically be rich. When God decides to give you bread, you find that you have more than you can eat. May God give you bread this year. May he give you bread. I prophesy to you, may you receive bread. More than you can eat. I'm sure the origin of Israel's blessing. He Three important, say God. Bread. Bread to eat. Michael, may God give you bread. May God give you bread. Raymond, may God give you bread. Leslie, may God give you bread. Bread and raiment. May your table lack no bread. Oh, I'm, I sense in my spirit. There is an abundance of bread. There is an abundance of bread. There is somebody take it. An abundance of bread. God is going to give you bread. Joyce, God is going to give you bread. God is going to give you bread. God is going to give bread. There is an abundance of bread. I will give you bread. I will give you bread. I will give you bread. I said, I will give you bread. I beg God to give you bread. Yeah. God will give you bread. That's why I said that. That's what Bishop prophesied. You are entering into the greatest of your year. Doris, you shall receive bread. God is going to give you bread. The blessing will be rich with no sorrows. Bread, 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 for your table and bread for others. Thank you. Thank you. Bread for your table. I've been young and I've been old. I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg for bread. May you receive bread from heaven. May God bless you with bread. Bread, bread, bread. This year, bread. 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 More than able. Bread for yourself and those who are dependent on you. Thank you. I'm young. Hallelujah. So Jacob said, God, bread. Bread. Yeah. Give me bread. I need bread. Because I know that you are the source of bread. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because I can tell you, look, 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 I'm being honest with you. Having bread to eat has nothing to do with your purpose. It has nothing to do with your purpose. It has nothing to do with your education. It has not, look, bread, eh? How many people with more purpose? Some people who were born here, they have their purpose. Some people have more degrees than you, but still. Example I was giving, uh, it, it has even nothing to do with your beauty. Because here I was told a lady whose husband is paying a four thousand, and I said, Ruby, you are more beautiful than her, but nobody's giving you that. <laughs> so, having bread to eat does not even depend on your looks. May God give you a provider. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. No, bread, bread, bread. You see, if bread has to do with your qualification or your degree, then one particular profession will always be outstanding. But in every profession, you find poor people and rich people. They are poor doctors, they are rich doctors. They are poor pharmacists, they are rich pharmacists. They are poor nurses, they are rich nurses. They are poor garbage collectors, they are rich garbage collectors. So at the end of the day, it shows that it's not even the profession per se. It is whom the Lord has given bread to. Bread. 
May you receive bread from above. Bread from above. May God be your provider. No good thing will we hold from you. Thank you. Bread. Hallelujah. So Jacob said, God, bread. Three things. Wow. Three things. Where am I? Forgive. My time is almost done. But let me finish. I beg you. Hallelujah. Mommy, can I finish preaching? You need. Yes. Because this is coming on Sunday. Hallelujah. So when Jacob asked those three, now listen, this is what I'm asking for. Give me bread. Be with me. Protect me. Give me bread. Hallelujah. Then he continued. And remember to put on next verse. So that I come again to my father's house in peace. Then shall the Lord be my God. Number one. You see, he asked God for three things. God, will you be with me? God, will you protect me? God, will you give me bread? Then he said, okay, this is my part. One, you'll be my God. Because, you see, there are so many gods, but I will choose you. There are so many gods, but I will choose you. That's my part of the bargain. If you do this, I will choose you as my God. Then God will be my God. Then God will be my number one. Then God will be my priority. Then God will be the one, my number one. Among all the other things that I have to do, I'll put God number one. This is that's what we say: loving God, loving God, seeking first the kingdom of God. I will put God number one. I'll put God ahead of my job. I'll put God ahead of my marriage. I'll put God ahead of my business. God will be number one. This is his part of the bargain. He's, see what he will do. He said, you'll be my God. This year, may God be your God. I said, may God be your God. May you love God. May you serve God. May you put God above everything. That's one of the vows. See, Jacob said, listen, I will make you number one. There will be nothing between. There will be. You see, because you see, there are a lot of gods. That's why Jesus Christ said, "No one can serve two masters. You can you cannot serve God and Mammon, because money is also a god. For most of us, our god is money. Our god is money. What is your god? Your god is the thing that you wake up early, you serve, you worship. That's your god. And for most of us, it is money. But may you change your god from money to God. But do you understand what I'm saying? Let God be your god. What, what, what motivates you in life? Jacob said, then you'll be my God. Then I will put you above everything. In fact, Benoni sent me some article. You don't send it to me. About the Somalians. Oh, it, was, it was very interesting. In uh, what town was it? Um, Missouri. They were saying that um, they cannot be allowed to pray. They, were not be, they, you see, they said they cannot be allowed to pray. These are Somalians who are Muslims. And they said if they will not be allowed to pray at the job, then they will quit the job. And the 190, 200 of them, they walked out of the job because they said that they can live without a job, but they cannot live without prayer. That's what they said. You, you sent me this one, yeah? Colorado. Have you seen a people who know they are God? But a lot of Christians will not do that. We will compromise. Do it. Even Tuesday service, you cannot ask for time off. But this year, all those of you who don't come for Tuesday service, may you change your way and decide that God will be my God. 2016, I will be at the, I will be at prayer meeting. Because the reason why you don't come for weekday service is not because you don't like the church, but other things are your God. May God be your God. The reason why you don't come for prayer meetings is not because you don't like other things are your God. But Jacob said, listen. I'll make you number one. You will be my God. You will be my God. I'll put you above everything. I'll put you above my job. I'll put you. see, this one said about loving God. Loving God. You see, so when he made that declaration that I will love you, so you can understand how Romans 8.28 works in their life. All things work together for good to them that love the Lord. That is why the nation of Israel, as Israel, the more they attack them, the more they prosper. 
Hallelujah. Choose God. Let God. One of your resolutions that you say, 2016, God will be my God. That's what he said. He said, then God will be my God. Amen. Yeah. Number two, let's read Jacob's part. So, uh, God, then the Lord shall be my God. Next one. And this stone, which I have set for a pillar, shall be God's house. This stone, this st- number two, this particular stone that I put down here, I will build a church. This stone, I will build a church. This stone, which is for a pillar, shall become God's house. I will build this stone. So the second thing will say that look, God, what you be my God, you are the one above, and two, I will build your church. I'm preaching to you. You are quiet. I will build your church. I will make sure that this this this, this pillar shall become a church. I will make sure that this fellowship, which is a pillar, shall become a church. This choir shall become a church. This uh, prayer ministry, it shall work. This outreach, it shall work. I am turning a pillar into a church. Yeah. yeah. It means the Sunday school, I will make it into a church. I will make it work. I will make the outreach work. I personally will make it. I will not wait for Reverend or say because it is between me and my God. Somebody pick up a challenge and make a pillar into a church. And you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. I will make this pillar. I will make the welfare ministry into a church. I will make sure that when I'm going on welfare, it is working. That's what he said. This pillar shall be God's house. Are you here with me? I said, are you here with me? So this year, make sure that you build his church. I said, make sure that you build his church. That is why one of the things you must do is before you leave here, find out what can I do in the church and decide today. Because every year people pass resolution, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to stop smoking, I'm going to stop. The best resolution is decide what you're going to do for the house of God. I hope you have all the ministries at the back. Brother, you have all the ministries? There's dancing ministry, acting. Even if there's no ministry, you create one and come and tell me. We'll work with it. Amen. You can even say, Reverend, look, among all the things I look, I don't know what I can do, but I'm very good at acrobatics. So let's do my acrobatic ministry. <laughs> Acrobats for Christ. <laughs> Acrobats for Christ. By all means, turn the pillar into a church. into the church. Hallelujah. That's it. Amen. And of course, the third one was obvious. The third one was obvious. And all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tenth unto thee. Is it clear? Number two, I'll build your church. Number three, anything I give me, that percent. It means God, if you want more, give me more. <laughs> That's what Jacob was. So God, if you want more, give me more. Because whatever you give me, I'll give me 10%. So you give me 100, I'll give you 10. You give me 1,000. If you give me 10,000. If you give me a million. If you give me a what? I'll give you how much? 100,000. So God, if the church you're going to buy is a million, uh, 100,000, and you want me to give, then? <laughs> Smart! Yeah. Hallelujah. Three. I say three. three. I say three. three. Yeah. 
So when you see the origin of, you see how Israel is blessed. This is the origin. Because the father of the nation took a vow. He took a covenant. You see, and the thing with, listen, the thing with covenant is that, the Bible says God is not a man. That he should lie. Nor the son of man. Usually we are the ones that don't keep our end of the bargain. But as for God, if you keep your end, he will always keep his end. <laughs> A lot of us will talk, but we don't keep our promise. But I can assure you that if you can do this three for three, God will keep. If you, I can promise you that if you can keep this three, decide that this year, God is number one. Not my job, not my boss, not my wife, not my children. God is number one. Number two, whatever little thing I will do, I will build his church. And number three, as for tight, as for tight, because all that Jacob said, listen to me, what about give me ten percent? You want a hundred for your church? Give me a thousand. You want you want a thousand to buy that organ? Then give me Jacob ten thousand. I'll pay for it. And the Bible says that God said that. It is, I, I, it, goes around, it is God who giveth the power to make wealth so that his covenant will be established. So God has no problem blessing you. The only problem is that you will not keep your promise. But if you decide, because you see, let me tell you something. I'm giving you a revelation. God is not going to build his church with angels dropping money from on high. If, you, if angels start dropping dollars, first of all, it will be illegal. <laughs> The U.S. government was sanctioned against us. Where did you get this money from? <laughs> I woke up in the morning and an angel had put $10,000 on my pillow. Do you think Uncle Sam would take it? Yes, so first of all, so the only way God can get money for his house is through his children. Is to bless his children. But, but a lot of his children are not faithful. So when he finds a faithful one, like Jacob, who said, Give me everything you give me. Then. So if God needs a million dollars to buy a church down the road, then he will give you 10 million. That's what it is. The question is, will you be faithful? Hallelujah. Yeah. So church, this is Covenant Sunday. And we end with, you see, like I asked for you, covenant eh, making a vow eh, is another level. I say making a vow is another level. It's one of the things that when you are tight, you better go into a vow. Hallelujah. And this is, this is the secret of Israel's blessing. Three for three. If you are tight. Joe, do you understand? You understand? Yeah. Vows is another level. See, I remember when I was in final year in medical school. See, part one, we did surgery. And I failed. Have you filled an exam? It wasn't nice at all. I was very sad. I know I cannot graduate if I fill the part two. And I said, this surgery is difficult. Hmm. I've studied, but I was failing. So I remember the week of the surgery, I made a vow. A surgery exam. I vowed, I'm telling you. I was a young medical student, final year surgery. I said, God, if you let me pass this exam, my first paycheck I'll give to you. Because yeah. okay, I had filled the one before. I was a vow. Took a vow. My first paycheck as a doctor, I'll give it to you. And lo and behold, when the surgery came, not only did I pass, I was among the top three. Amen. Amen. I was among the top three. So after the result came, they came to call me. Oh, the professors, you are very good. We would like to do surgery. I said, look, this is where I end my surgery. I end it. <laughs> I just made a vow. Just leave it here. <laughs> we think you can be a very good surgeon. How do you come and join the surgical department because you got a very high mark? I said, listen, if you know the secret behind this mark. <laughs> if you know the secret behind this mark. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's good. Because they wanted me. I said, thank you very much. What I'm trying to say is that when you vow, you take it to another level. That's why we take covenant. And this is Jacob. Jacob said, God, I am asking you three things. If you do this three, this is my end of the bargain. Yeah. 2016, 
our year of loving God. Decide. Number one. What's number one? I said, what do you believe? What's number one? What's your, your first vow? What is number one? God will be what? I said, God will be what? So this year, number one is God will be my God. Number two, I will build a house. Number two is what? Yes. And number three, I said, number three is what? I will pay my tithe. And if you look at the current success of Israel, you will understand this. Because as he kept his end of the bargain, God has definitely kept his end. If you are talking about protect, they are more protected than any other country. You are talking about God, God is their God. You see, God is their God. Then God, you see, if God will be with me, if God is be with me, God is with them more than any other country. Look at the a nation surrounded by enemies and they are flourishing. Protection. If you're talking about bread, no country. For a small country, bread to eat. Even in New York, they control the bread. They control the bread. A lot of us are the bread God has given to them. That's why we are also getting some. food and they give you a small thing to eat. Then you are happy. But this year, may God be your provider. May God provide for you. May God keep you. Listen, I decree and I declare that you shall love God. Say you shall love God. Say I will love God. Say I will love God. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's my covenant message for you. Three for three. Come here. Three for three. Listen, if God, if, if God needs 100,000 to buy something, and you vow in your heart that God, whatever you give me, I'll give you 10. And you are faithful with it. You are faithful in the sense that when he gave you 100, you brought the 10. You see, we are not faithful. The Bible, the he that is faithful in a little. It's faithful in much. You, when God gave you ten, you didn't bring one. Did you expect God to give you a thousand? That, that's the problem. Oh God, if you only give me a million, I'll bring it. No, no. When He gave you a thousand, you didn't bring a hundred. He can't trust you. He can't trust you. When God gave you a thousand, instead of bringing him a hundred, you brought him eighty-five. Because he said that 50 was lost on the way. <laughs> now you're asking God to pay you. No, he won't do that. Hallelujah. Church, it's a covenant Sunday. We pledge. Hallelujah. We pledge. We vow. Amen. And I tell you, stand up to your feet and let's close. Sakatan, Naria Mama. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes. If God will be with me, if God will protect me, if God will give me bread to eat, then the Lord shall be my God. That stone shall become a pillar, and of everything that he gives me, I will give thanks. What a covenant. Why don't you pray? I want you to make a covenant in your heart. The whole, this whole sermon is about covenant. Make a covenant in your heart. To this afternoon. Make a covenant in your heart. Say what you do for God. Whatever you are asking for God. Whatever you want God to do. Pledge in your heart what you will do. And God will keep his heart. Thank you Holy Spirit. According to his riches in glory. Thank you Jesus. Now, I want you to look. Listen. Everybody take a minute. And purpose in your heart. Because God sees your heart. Decide. This year. Pray about it. That God. Everybody. This is what. I, this, this is what I want. And if you do this, I will do this. If you do this, I will do this. If you do this, I will do this. 
and trust God. And trust God. Francis, trust God. Because he, 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 he's a covenant keeper. He's a covenant keeper. He's a covenant keeper. Makolia masandaria baba, jendolia mama na makandaria mama, jendolia masondolia baba ni mekandaria baba, mekandaria baba. He keeper covenants, he keeper covenants, he keeper covenants, he keeper covenants. Masandaria baba, makandoria mama shakata, ekendolia masandaria baba, ekandalia mama ni miko, makandalia baba na masandalia mama. Yes Lord. I will give God my love. Thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. My lifetime. I will give God my lifetime. Oh, Jesus. If I give God my lifetime, He will take care of me. Thank you. When it's just Oh Jesus Before I sit down, I want to pray for you. You are here, you are not born again. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world? One of the decisions you can take at the beginning of the year is to give your life to Christ. For what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? So you are here, you are not born again, you are not saved. You have not given your life to Christ. This is the day of salvation. Somebody invited you, you came on your own. This is the day of salvation. I don't want you to live here without giving your life to Christ. With every eye closed and every head bowed, young or old, male or female, this is the day of salvation. There is room at the cross for you. Don't leave this place without giving your life to Christ. Begin the year. Say, Lord, I have lived my life without you. But this year, I make a commitment to serve you. I want to become a Christian. I want to be born again. With every eye closed and every head bowed. With every eye closed and every head bowed. Please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You want to give your life to Christ. You want to, you want to give your life to Christ. Anybody here? This is a covenant Sunday. Young or old? Young or old? Young or old? Lift up your hand and I pray for you. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ? There is room. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Anybody here? This covenant Sunday. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There is room. Father, we thank you for this covenant Sunday. Thank you for the blood that was shed for us. We pray that none shall fall away in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord and visit him.
We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.